0: hello 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 and welcome to another win daily sports show my name is michael raziel i got my man ghost here with me and we are recapping week 14 of the nfl first season uh, first week of season-long playoffs so hopefully cost your fingers and uh, everybody made it through depending on what you have tonight uh we are recording right before the browns ravens game ghost man how you doing today i'm doing well bro how about yourself it's a good Day to be alive. This is my second hour with you now. It's so far so fantastic. It's everything I hope and dream for. And I'm very excited with MBA coming up. Ghost and I are going to be doing this a lot more. Make sure to check us out on the HNB Media YouTube page where you'll see a lot of our content. We're going to be doing essentially daily shows. Based around the DFS world, we will also be putting out podcasts. We'll be doing a lot of that stuff. We'll be putting stuff on our YouTube page as well. So make sure to get that. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our NBA season pass. We call it a season pass because it's through the entire NBA season, but it gets you everything on the site. That's the rest of NFL. That's all of MLB. That's PGA. That's NCA. That is MMA. That is NASCAR. It's literally everything esports on the site for 150 for seven months, I think something like that seven, eight months. I don't know. It's a really long time. 215 days. That's the the number I remember for 215 days. So you save a boatload of money. So ghost man, let's get right into it. Not on the main slate, but something that we have to pay attention to, I guess the Rams beat the shit out of the Patriots 24 to three. I thought the Patriots are going to win this game. And then I saw like the first two drives and said, Oh my God, this team's terrible. How did they beat the chargers 45 to nothing? We'll get to the chargers later. I promise. But Anything of note, Cam Akers? Is it finally his backfield? Can we can we say that? I mean, I, I really hope so. Um, it was something that we had pointed out in our Discord chat too.
1: Is that the, the the Patriots really struggle against the outside run, and Cam Akers is 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 one of the best in the league at uh, at doing so in his young career. So, um, it was great for our showdown lineups on that Thursday night slate, where you know Cam Akers was pretty much a lock into most of our flex spots. I, I unfortunately didn't have him in the captain spot. Um, I, I went with uh, with uh, with my fan favorite, Bobby Forrest and Robert Woods there. So, um, uh, But but yeah, we we had Cam Akers in a ton of lineups. They absolutely laid the beat down on the Pats, which uh, you absolutely
0: love to see it. I, I'm not a Pats fan, it. so you love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah, Cam makers 29 attempts for 171 yards. Really not too much offense literally anywhere else in this game. He was pretty much all of it, uh, which is insane when you think uh, about that. So, Shout out to Cam Akers. Darrell Henderson looks like he's done uh, being the lead back two attempts. Jared Goff had four attempts in this game and a touchdown. So uh, Cam Akers didn't get in the box, but he had a couple catches as well. Bobby Trees did his thing. Cooper Cup, five targets, five catches, 33 yards and a touchdown. So that saved the day there. But not much uh, positives on the uh, New England side. Looks like Cam's still the starting quarterback, but I don't know how much longer we can watch that for. So we will move on our next game. We have Denver. We have Denver traveling to Carolina. Drew Locke uh, was good. Drew Locke was really good. 280 yards, four touchdowns. you love to see it. We were heavy on Drew Locke this year, in the preseason on the Wynn Daily Sports team. At least I was, and I know Sia, and maybe even a little bit of Nick. I don't know about you, Ghost. I was excited for it. He just lip syncs rap so well. Like, how could you not want to be in on that? But two throws for four touchdowns, two to rookie KJ Hamler. So that's always nice as well. Mike Davis on the other side with Christian McCaffrey out got in the box a couple of times. Teddy Bridgewater, 30 of 40 for 283. Not too much else. Um, yeah. What would you like from this game?
1: Um, it, it was nice to see Mike, Mike Davis get in there and, and really do work on their filling in for for Christian McCaffrey. Of course, um, you know, he, he kind of struggled the past couple of weeks filling in for him. I, I think that was more so it wasn't necessarily him struggling. It was more that people's expectations need to be tempered a bit and realize that yep. he is, in fact, not Christian McCaffrey based on <laughs> What he had uh, what he had done in in replacement for him in the first couple of weeks uh, of the season of course but it, it was great to see him get into the end zone there and and he had a great game this game had uh, had some shootout appeal I, I, I know Jason was all over it and you got a ton of low uh, low owned uh, spots in there and there was a lot of leverage to be behind this game so to be able to see it uh, shoot out on, on its way to 59 points you absolutely love to see it drew lock when it, exactly what you had said we we had mentioned about it. Um, in the preseason when, when we were dipping into these two QB leagues, especially when you're, you know, waiting on guys in, in, in that 20 plus range, we had mentioned him and Phillip Rivers in, into, mm-hmm. in, in, into that conversation. And you know what, as much as we we have our jokes with, with Philip Rivers and, and noodle arm season and whatnot, both of them are still putting up some uh, some steady numbers, especially when you're talking about two QB leagues. So if for whatever reason somebody dropped Drew Locke in your two QB league, make sure you go and pick him up. Um, he's somebody that can be a reliable source. Uh, Heading into the fantasy semifinals, and you know what the overall state of that offense, I I really can't wait to see what it looks like actually next year mm-hmm. when we get when when we get a full sixteen games of a healthy Jerry Judy, um, and uh, and and Noah Fant as well. So hopefully they I, can figure out their running back situation. Getting both Melvin Gordon and Phil Lindsey some touches is uh, it's kind of frustrating. I, I really thought they would be able to run all over this Carolina Panthers defense, which is one that we attack every single week, and and rightfully so. I mean they they had a good game on the ground, but. Just the fact that both of them are splitting touches, it, it kind of makes them hard to trust uh, in, uh, as individual plays right now.
0: It, it is difficult. We've seen them each kind of go off a little bit. They've each been hurt. One of them got a DUI. I think we all know it was Melvin Gordon at this point. So, hey, uh, that's not great either. But um, one thing I will say is I'm excited for this offense next year when they fire Pat Shermer because he was a terrible head coach and he's also a terrible offensive coordinator. So shout out to Pat Shermer. Uh, not going after a man's job, but I don't actually mind when coaches get fired because they still get paid. So it's not like it's that big of a deal. He's still going to get paid, and that's that. That's that. Uh, let's move on. Another early game, one o'clock Sunday. Minnesota got beat up by Tampa Bay, but man, how many kicks did Dan Bailey miss? I think he missed four kicks or something. It looks Like ridiculous number. You usually don't see that. Like that's awful, and it's kind of sad. Um, but yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, 196, two touchdowns, didn't do too much. Dalvin Cook did get into the end zone, 102 in the touchdown. And Herb Smith Jr. comes back, 4 for 63 and a touchdown. Ronald Jones, 80 in a touchdown, so not angry about it. Uh, Would you like from this game, what didn't you like?
1: Um, the, the the GPP plays really paid off. Um, we we were all over Dalvin Cook at 4% ownership. And you know what? Um, putting up 23 drop points points there it, it is exactly the situation that we were talking about. If if Derrick Henry didn't go absolutely nuclear, which um, which we'll talk about when we get to that Titans game, that would have been the perfect leverage spot where you end up, you know, we we had mentioned in your single entry or three max tournaments, you have to lock Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is the lock of the week. You have to lock him in. But when we're talking about these tournaments with you know, 40, 50, 60,000 people in them, the leverage of the slate there was to have Dalvin Cook over Derrick Henry because if Dalvin Cook were to outscore him, you were jumping tens of thousands of people at a time with how high on Derrick Henry was. So um, to see Dalvin cook at 15 touches in the first half and, you know, on, on his way to 78 yards and a touchdown, he was pretty much on his way to a similar style line to what Derek Henry put up. I mean, the guy had 80 yards and a touchdown on 15 carries in the first half had a couple of catches in there too. Like if, 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 as weird as it is to say, if Dan Bailey hits those field goals, this is a completely different game because while mathematically, yes, it's nice to to have those 12 points back. It's more so just the momentum that you end up creating off the drives. Like it's, it's such a mood killer as an offensive player. When you end up driving the field, you know, you end up going, whether it's 40, 50, 60 yards into that offensive territory, you get stopped, you know, and and especially a lot of these kicks were inside 35 yards. Like Mm -hmm. that, that is an issue. If if they're asking Dan Billy to kick 65 yarders and, you know, he doesn't have the leg of a Justin Tucker, something like that. And then you're like, okay, well you're not putting him in a position to succeed. The fact that he's missing extra points and kicks within that same kind of range between 30 and 40 yards it's an absolute mood killer for an offensive player when you have a four, five, six-minute drive, and then your kicker just goes out there and completely whiffs it thirty feet to the left. So um, I, I feel like Dalvin Cook could have actually done even more damage into this game. He was running all over it. I, I, I was really happy to see that. And then on the flip side, we we were on Marvin jo- uh, on Marvin Jones on on Ronald Jones as a GPP play even before Leonard Fournette got ruled out. So. Unfortunately, when he got ruled out, it kind of bumped his ownership just a tad. It was lower than I thought it would actually be. I thought he would be chalk right up there with uh, with David Montgomery and Derek Henry, but he wasn't. So um, it was just a, a confirmation on that leverage spot that we had. Absolutely loved it. And hopefully Tom Brady could keep feeding Mike Evans. This is a guy that has the potential to be a top five wide receiver in the league. So they, they got to keep feeding him.
0: They have to keep feeding him Uh, just a little, a couple notes, time of possession. The Vikings had the ball for 39 minutes and they missed three field goals and an extra point. So left 10 points out there. Uh, So geez, that is, that is brutal for an offensive player. I mean, like a, yeah, they would have been, you know, winning or tied at some point in, in one of another. But if you're going out there losing those points and then giving great field position, it's, it's just unfortunate. Uh, moving on. We have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to my New York giants. Um, Daniel Jones is very clearly still hurt. Uh, like, I don't even think that's a question and he can't move. And if Daniel Jones can't move, he's not, he's really not good. Um, so he, we had the giants had two or three turnovers. Daniel Jones can't run. So he threw for like zero yards. Kyler Murray didn't really need to do anything. So it was kind of whatever DeAndre Hopkins did have a nice day nine for one thirty-six. I think he had a couple really big ones uh, outside of a bunch of, you know, those little, those little kind of dart throws that Kyle likes to throw, but I, I don't know. I don't really think you can take too much from this game. Is there anything that, that you liked or didn't like, I don't, I don't think there's too much.
1: It wasn't really anything other than the Cardinals did what they were supposed to do in yeah. this game. they were supposed to go out there. They were supposed to win by 14 plus. And you know what, when, when I saw that spread open up by 2.5, I, I actually ended up taking Arizona minus 2.5 right away because whether Kyler has a shoulder injury or not, you can make the exact same case for Dino Jones, who is coming off an injury as well. So um, the offense is not in the same shape as an Arizona Cardinals led offense with weapons like DeAndre Hopkins, exactly what you said. And while James Bradbury is having a really good season on the flip side for the Giants there, DeAndre Hopkins is that guy that, you know what, he's not not a Tyreek Hill that's going to burn you off the line, you know, three to four yards into his route. But he's a guy that if you throw it up in the vicinity of of his area – He's going to go up there and leap up and grab that ball exactly like what he did to the Bills, right? So he was up there surrounded by three guys, caught a Hail Mary 60, 70 yards deep. He, he could definitely do exactly like what he did against the Giants there. So um, here's I'm, I'm just hoping that Kyler gets healthy for their playoff run. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if they could sneak in as a wild card, and I, I still do think that they can end up winning this division. So uh, they're, they're not too far out there. I, I believe they're only, still only two games back of the mm-hmm. Rams. So plenty of time left for them to be able to do some damage and, uh, and still take that division.
0: Anything is possible possible i think that's what we can say here uh let's move on we have the kansas city chiefs we have the miami dolphins dolphins raced out to a 10 point lead and then i think the chiefs scored 28 or like 30 unanswered um dolphins did put up a fight put up 17 points in the fourth quarter but were unable to bring it down patrick mahomes three picks uh zavian howard had one byron jones had one so we kind of talked about it if there is a team that can kind of match up with kansas city especially on the outside at least it's those guys they each had picks but patrick mahomes uh, 24 completions for 393 yards and still two touchdowns. Tyree Kill has a rush for a touchdown. Travis Kelsey leads the league in in um, receiving yards, which is just insane for a tight end when you think about it. Tua did pretty well, uh, 28 of 48 for 316 and two touchdowns. Not much running to mention. Uh, Gesicki did have an awesome game, but it looks like he's going to be out for a little while. He five catches, 65 yards, two touchdowns. They also lost Devonte Parker as well. He got hurt during the game, so they were down to. Uh, like nobody, lid-bounded junior. <laughs> so that's kind of let you know a little bit. Um, anything that you saw happening or didn't see happening that you were surprised by?
1: Um, not really. This was something that um, I don't want to say it was a fairly easy game to read, but we, we we were very confident in our analysis of this one in the sense that with Lev Bell being pretty pedestrian back there in that backfield and CH still dealing with, you know, Illnesses, injuries, a combination of both, whatever it was, we knew that Mahomes was going to have to go out there and sling it for sixty minutes. So, um, from a DFS perspective, it was a good stack to have. Um, uh, Travis Kelsey was uh, was our lock of the week alongside Derrick Henry there. And while while it's easy to say, it's it, it, it's not necessarily easy to do. So the the fact that we we had people line up uh, line up some some teams on DraftKings and Fanduel with both Travis Kelsey and Derrick Henry put them in a great spot. Um, we we had said time in and time out that they, they these cornerbacks are not guys that you want to attack uh, byron jones and Xavier howard is, it, it is quite the duel to be able to face so you you can't stop tyree kill you can at least slow him down and outside of that 30 something yard rush where he ended up taking it on a jet sweep and absolutely burnt everybody like, like usain bolt style on that mm-hmm. sprint down the sideline they they contained him fairly well right so i i, I mean he he did end up getting uh get, getting stretched on the field there for, for his long touchdown. But that's just the kind of player that he is. You know that it's going to happen at least once per game. Overall, they did play him fairly well. So um, Mahomes to Kelsey was the move. I, I was a bit surprised that they kind of let Miami in that game as long as they should have. Um, I, I really think that, you know, heading into the playoffs, it's I don't want to say it's something to be extremely concerned about, but it's something worth noting that Kansas City almost seems like bored out there where they're like, hey, mm-hmm. let's just let teams get a 10 or 13 point leader, kind of drag them along and then we'll just smoke them in the second half. And when you end up getting in, in these AFC playoffs and and, and you're playing teams like the bills or you're, you're playing some of these top notch teams, it, it, it could be a recipe for disaster for them. So hopefully they kind of get, get out of that funk and, and really just start blowing teams out. Um, I was surprised a bit by, by Mahomes throwing three picks. I, I thought he would, he would throw one uh, to, to Xavier Howard, especially that he had four games in a row with, with an interception and, I really liked his coverage on the outside there, but throwing three, I, I think that, you know, what could, could it just be that stadium. That's uh, that, that that's cursing him at times. Uh, I, was, I I think like 90% of the interceptions of his entire career came out there. So, um, chiefs are looking good. They're looking like the offensive jargon that they are and that they're known to be. And shout out to Tua keeping it, keep, keeping Miami in this game. I yeah. absolutely love to see it. And of, of course the Miami Backdoor cover minus yes. seven on the Chiefs. Gotta love it. <laughs> Miami with the backdoor cover on the field goal at the end to to make it uh, a six point game. There, you absolutely love to see it.
0: You love to see it. I, I I would um I would say that I am worried about the Chiefs um having to come back, but I think they're the first team in NFL history to come back from three playoff deficits of double digits one of which was 24 points so like if that's the thing like we already saw them do that so that's the craziest part it's like yeah they shouldn't but we kind of already know um so let's move on Tennessee Jacksonville this was a Game, I guess, um, got out of hand pretty quickly. Ryan Tannehill throws for two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, uh, no, Derrick Henry ran for more yards than Ryan Tannehill threw. Uh, Derrick Henry had two fifteen and two touchdowns on twenty six attempts. We kind of knew it was coming. Stacks in December, uh, stack Derrick Henry and 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 Tony or AJ Brown. I always do that. AJ Brown did his thing, seven for one twelve and a touchdown. Gardner Minshew came in this game. He's now starting again. And James Robinson goes over a thousand yards. Undrafted rookie over a thousand yards. You don't see that often. Pretty cool. Um, you had this game right. Do you just want to kind of take a victory lap and tell us how easy it was for you to to build this? <laughs> yeah, for me, it was just I I was I was shocked by how, how
1: much disrespect anybody else in this game was getting other than Derrick Henry. Everyone was playing Derrick Henry. Nobody was playing Ryan Tannehill. Nobody was playing AJ Brown. Nobody was playing Corey Davis. Nobody was playing any Jaguars. Like, to me, it was you, you saw the Titans coming in with a 30 and a half implied team total. Like, I, I understand Derrick Henry was going to go nuclear. We all anticipated that. And that's exactly what happened. Yet he was still only 30% owned. Like, yes, it's high, but still 70% of people in these large field tournaments where there's 30, 40, 50,000 people of them. 70% of people didn't play Derrick Henry, right? So when you look at it from that way, it's still not like he was, you know, a, a consensus lock for a lot of people. And I'm, and I'm sure people had trouble fitting in his salary into their lineups. That was something that, you know what, whether, I, I don't want to say that it didn't cause any of us trouble. Obviously it did when you, when you end up paying that high price for a running back, but that's the price that you got to pay. When a guy can outscore every quarterback on the slate, that's exactly what you want to do. And I, I, I was, I was hoping for a third touchdown from Ryan Tannehill, but, I feel like it was more so just that, you know, the, the Jags just couldn't keep up in this game and Mike Lennon just had had a rough go out there.
0: So um other than that, it was uh it was a great game. Happy, happy to have been on that one. Happy to be here. You love to see it. Uh let's move on. Dallas 30, Cincinnati seven. Uh man, this Cincinnati team, they were the number one pick for a reason last year. Joe Burrow was the only fun thing about them this year. They're really bad. Um anything on this game? Zeke? 12 for I mean, 48 I guess I don't, I
1: don't know uh, I I was expecting you know a, a bit more offense out of the Cowboys but I, I just feel like they just didn't need it like they knew almost like yeah it's fourth down in our own territory we could just go for it because of how bad the CNC offense is looking right now and and they have the skill players to do it they they just they need an o-line revamp especially to protect Joe Burrow when when he's back next season you know guys like T Higgins and and Tyler Boyd are are absolute studs on, on, on in whiteouts for him, and Joe Mixon's going to come back 100 next year. So, um, as far as the rest of the season outlook goes, these Bengals guys are very hard to end up starting. Um, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, big fans of, of, of both of them. They're they're both studs, but um, whether it's Ryan Finley or Brent Allen under center, very hard to trust either one of them. Uh, Joel Mixon remains out, and even if he does get activated, I wouldn't play him just because they're not going to risk him end up yeah. getting injured again. So. Um, I'm all in on this Bengals offense next year. Hopefully they end up adding uh, an O-line piece or two to be able to protect their franchise quarterback and really get him the time to throw the football because this is going to be a scary offense when, uh, when when they get healthy on the O-line. You got Joe Burrow back on your with Joe Mixon there and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Look out for the Bengals in,
0: uh, in 2021. That is when some good things are going to happen, but goddamn, it's just kind of sad at this point uh, to be totally honest with you. So it's unfortunate. Uh, AJ Green. Got a touchdown. That's kind of cool. Um, another just complete blowout. Seattle forty, the Jets three. Uh, Sam Darnold is a quarterback. Um, that's all I got. Russell Wilson four touchdowns. This game was kind of useless. Yeah, I mean, I, I had <laughs> Seattle. As, <laughs> I,
1: don't even- I, don't, I don't I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I, I had Seattle ranked as my I, as my fifth highest stock, and it was more so from a leverage standpoint there, and and it actually paid off. I, I said, keep it simple. Just go Russ with Metcalf, and that's mm-hmm. it. These are guys that are extremely high priced, you know, especially Wilson on FanDuel. He was actually $100 more than Patrick Mahomes and only $100 less than Aaron Rodgers. And then on DraftKings, Mahomes was only $200 more. And then Aaron Rodgers was actually $400 less. So nobody was playing Russell Wilson. I was like, you know what? That could be like whether they blow them out or not, mm-hmm. the Jets are still the 32nd ranked past defense DVOA in the entire league. And, and, and if they do get cooked, it's because Russ cooked them. Yep. And you know what, if the yardage was there, four touchdowns from Russell Wilson, I'm pretty sure they, they scored a special teams touchdown in there too. So like, I, it, was, it, was like it, it, it was just a complete onslaught. So get, getting, you know, 210 yards from Russell Wilson and four touchdowns, DK Metcalf still had an excellent game. It, it was a positive to note there. Jets blow, rode to 0-16, just grab that first overall pick, and hopefully they they could end up trading it or or Trevor Lawrence ends up pulling an Eli mining or something
0: because I, I, I just, I really don't want to see him. Yeah. It's, it would be so sad, man. That's the end of his career. So um, you hate to see it, but Seattle 40, the jets three, um, another blowout Chicago, these early games, honestly kind of suck. There was like no good early games, unfortunately. And then there was only like a couple good late games. And one of them was the Eagles winning. So it really sucked. But Chicago 36, Houston seven, how does a team win thirty six to seven and their starting running back only gets eleven attempts for one hundred and thirteen yards and a touchdown? Shout out David Montgomery, Um, but it still makes no sense. Allen Robinson went off again. He loves. He is quarterback proof. He is scary Terry, but bigger. Like it's insane. Nine receptions, one twenty three, and a touchdown. Mitch just threw for three touchdowns. So I think Sticks was right um Mitchell Trubisky over 24 points I think he had it so he was very excited about that um on the other side it's just sad Deshaun Watson got hurt came back in the game Chris Hansen seven for Chris Hansen real person seven for uh 56 uh anything else what why does why does David Montgomery only get 11 attempts what the hell's going on
1: um Cordero Patterson actually got some work on the ground there too and I I feel like they were just throwing the ball so well that you know, their their drives were were fairly lengthy that they actually didn't have that many drives. They they were just scoring on virtually every single one of them. So um happy to see Trubisky back under center there. It's he nice. he belongs under center under yeah. that team, whether as much as you know, he, he's going to be cursed for the rest of his career, known as the quarterback to be taken before Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. But you know what? Put yourself in in, in the scouting room there. And when, when you look at his, his game film out of, out of college, yes, Deshaun Watson and Mahomes were both electric. But you know what? everybody had Trubisky as a top ranked prospect as well, and he's playing like one right now. So you know what? It's the ship has sailed. You don't have the Sean Watson or Patrick Mahomes on your team. Deal with it. Um, Trubisky is giving you some excellent games, and just take it all in right now. David Montgomery uh, had had a really nice run on the very first play of the game, eighty yards to the house there. So um, absolutely love to see it with with Mitch Trubisky under center. He has his best games, and this was a game that we were all over for GBP. So uh, another. Another uh, small victory lap here for the team, I guess we could call it, where you know we said we play Allen Robinson when he's up against Vernon Hargraves. That's an absolute lock matchup for him. Vernon Hargraves is a DB that we pick on week to week, and it's going to be like that for the rest of the season with uh, with Roby out. So um, whoever Houston plays, got to lock in. Whoever's lining up against Vernon Hargraves, that's, a, that's an automatic lock for us. Trubisky played well. Allen Robinson played well. David Montgomery played well. We were all over them. And uh, also shout out to Sticks for the AETY model um had commit as one of the one of the top values at tight end position and he came through as well so um all around great stuff from this game for us
0: yeah love to see it let's move on Indianapolis beats the hell out of Las Vegas I guess you know Las Vegas losing that game to the Chiefs everyone after they lost the game everyone's like oh my god maybe the Raiders are good and then they go out and get blown out by uh, Atlanta they should have lost to the Jets and then they get blown out by Indy I don't think we think the Chiefs are uh, the, the Raiders are all that good anymore Jonathan Taylor finally 20 attempts, 152 touchdowns. That is so awesome to see. T.Y. Hilton, 5 for 86, another couple touchdowns, so that's also nice. Derek Carr did his thing, but that's because they were down most of this game, so they had to throw 316, two touchdowns. Nelson Aguilar, 5 for 100 and a touchdown. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I mean, once they got down, it was 20 to 14 at the half, so it was close, but then kind of got out of hand. He couldn't really do too much. This is a weird game, but, uh, man, Vegas, they just, they're not very good anymore, huh?
1: they it's always been their defense for us um this is something that sticks and i mentioned on on the live stream at 11 a.m every sunday um that that you could catch on youtube and twitter of course um this raiders defense is absolutely atrocious I, I, i don't like like yes they beat the chiefs but that's because again similarly what we said about the chiefs they let teams into the game and and derek Carr always plays these games where if if the quarterback is pushing the if the opposing quarterback is pushing the pace and telling him like hey let's go one-on-one kind of thing. Like, let's see if you could sling it as well as I can. That's where he has his best games. And whenever he he plays these teams where they get pound the football on the ground, and it's just a bit of a slower pace. That's where, you know, their offense kind of stalls a bit outside of Darren Waller, of course, who is, you know, consistent threat week in, week out. Josh Jacobs is is banged up. We didn't even know if he was going to play this game at all. And then, you know, shady thing going on in his Instagram story saying, like, oh, I'm not going to play, but it ended up being a joke. And, because he realized that, you know, uh, the reporters were actually saying, telling people like, hey, he's not going to play. So that that was a bit weird to see. But, um, you know what, it, it, it was noodle season in this game. Philip Rivers, shout out Philip Rivers. You know what, I'm quick to, uh, to, to to make fun of the guy, of course. But, um, you know, what? He had, he had a good game and uh, props to him. I, I don't know if he's 100% uh, to take responsibility for this, but you absolutely love to see the uh, the resurgence of T.Y. Hilton in, uh, in, in the past couple of weeks.
0: It's been nice to see it actually. It's kind of cool. So shout out to you. I thought he was completely done. He might have actually just been hurt. And that's probably what it ended up being. Cause he's starting to come alive a little bit. Uh, moving on. We got another about 10 minutes here with you. We got the green Bay Packers 31 Detroit, 24 Detroit covered. So that's something uh Aaron Rodgers 293 touchdowns you already touched upon his price Devontae Adams 7 for 115 and a touchdown on the other side DeAndre Swift does get a little bit of run but only seven attempts 24 yards still got in the box though which is always nice um, it looks like Matt Stafford might be hurt um and might not play moving forward because he actually got actually hurt which sucks um anything surprising from this game?
1: Uh, nothing really. I mean, we we knew Devonte Adams was going to do his do his thing with both Jeff Okuda and Desmond Trufant ruled out there, going up against third and fourth string cornerbacks. I mean, the guy's already unguardable, let alone the fact yeah. that he's going up against some practice squad DBs there. So we knew he was going to do his thing. The one thing that kind of surprised me was how low Aaron Jones' usage was in the first half of this game. His snap count was extremely low, and you know, I, I I thought in a contract year they would be absolutely burying this guy into the ground and then just let AJ Dillon take the reins next season, but. I don't know. It, it, it seems like, like I, I don't want to go out and say that they're going to resign him now, but maybe they, they do have some other plans or, or maybe they're, they're just playing it cautious because they want to keep him for the playoffs. But um, it, 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 it's always been like that where his snap counts typically around 65%, um, which, which kind of sucks for you. You want him to be a bell call back and really take 80 plus percent of those snaps. And he, he could be one of the best running backs in the league, but unfortunately the usage just wasn't there, but uh, already we knew it's, it's not relatively as good as it's supposed to be, but that first half was, uh, was worrisome. I wonder if he's
0: dealing with an injury there. Yeah, hopefully he is. Okay. I think Aaron Jones is still dealing with that injury. He had from a couple weeks ago. Um, he just doesn't look as good, right? He was on pace to just, just get like a hundred touchdowns. It felt like, and he really just hasn't, uh, looked that great, unfortunately the last couple weeks. So is what it is. We move forward. Uh, Washington 23, San Francisco 15. This game sucked. Alex Smith got hurt and Dwayne Haskins is back in. um, Washington's defense literally won this game for them. They had two touchdowns, and Washington's offense had three field goals. Uh that's all I got, this game sucked. So
1: if I could summarize this game, it's that Washington pulled the 49ers on the 49ers. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's really like, good. Like, I like, that. like the 49ers can win games. Like I'm, I'm talking about when they're fully healthy, when when Jimmy Garoppolo is under center, they could win these 23 to 15 games with, you know. Nick Bosa wrecking havoc and their entire D line and you know, like uh, their, their entire defense is just so good that they can win these 23 to 15 games. They just got San Francisco 49. That's I like that. That's how I could put it.
0: That's it. I like that a lot. Uh, let's move on. We have the Atlanta Falcons, the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers actually win a close game. Shout out Anthony Lynn. I'm excited to talk to Sia on our betting line show on Wednesday because I'm sure he's going to have some choice words because, man, these teams deserve each other. It is insane how bad both of these teams are. Uh, Matt Ryan, 224 and a touchdown. Not much. Edo uh, Smith, 11 for 42. Calvin Ridley, Eight for 124 and a touchdown. That's nice. Looked like Julio was out for the game, unfortunately. Russell Gage throws a touchdown, I think, which was kind of cool. So that's nice. Uh, On the other side, Austin Eckler, 15 rushing attempts and nine targets, nine catches. So it goes over 150 uh, total yards, but no, not quite almost 150 total yards. No touchdowns, though. Man, these teams are bad and I'm here for it yeah
1: i mean they it's kind of like that spider-man meme when they're where there's two spider-mans and they're like pointing at each other that that, that's what this matchup was and you know what it was pulling way too much ownership for my liking i was saying like the one game that i'm fading that's that's fairly popular was this one and you know what it it, it was a big risk it had shootout appeal these are two like have decent offenses when they want to be and these are two really bad defenses so it was a recipe for a shootout but I, I just don't trust Matt Ryan. You know, everyone, Carson Wentz is taking a lot of heat out in Philadelphia, and rightfully so, especially with the way that we feel about Philadelphia sports teams. Mm. But what can be said about Matt Ryan right now? Like, like you need Russell Gage to be throwing touchdowns? Like, that, yes. that's that's the state of your offense right now? Like, like I don't understand. It. If I was him and you see Todd Gurley's knees are, are, like, in a brutal condition right now, they're running the ball to Brian Hill and Edo Smith like just go out there and launch the football like throw for 404 and just have fun with the football like you have some of the best offensive weapons in the entire league you have a trio of Julio Jones Calvin Ridley and Hayden Hurst like why why are you not just launching the football so that it's a bit frustrating to see um love to see Justin Herbert get a well-deserved win here i mean they finally won a one-score game it's a yeah, it uh, nice
0: and it's you know it
1: it whether it was because they played the Falcons, who love to lose one score games, I don't I see it. The Chargers want a one-score game.
0: Keeping it that's, positive. I'll be for Justin Herbert. You love that's to see it. All you need to know. So shout out Justin Herbert. Great job, kid. Um, let's move on. Last four o'clock game. Philadelphia 24, New Orleans 21, the battle of running quarterbacks. Taysom Hill 291, two touchdowns, a couple fumbles, I think, or maybe a pick and a fumble. Jalen Hurts, not great, uh, 17 for 30, 167 in the air, but 14 attempts, oh, I'm sorry, no, that's Miles Sanders' stat line, yikes. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 18 for 106 on the ground, which is friggin' fantastic. Miles Sanders, would you look at that, Doug? You give him the ball, he does stuff. 14 for 115, 14 attempts for 115 and two touchdowns. What I will say is one of those was 82 yards, so outside of that, it's like 13 for 30 which isn't very good so thankfully he had one good run in him um jalen hurts 100 yards on the ground not messing around uh the saints this is the first time they've given up a hundred yard rusher this year if i'm not mistaken and they did two in the same game so that's not great Taysom Hill also is not the best quarterback uh michael thomas though gets the ball eight for 84 i guess um so i mean very surprised obviously uh from this game but i guess how surprised
1: I mean, I, I was surprised that they won, but it wasn't something that I was ruling out altogether. Um, you know, the, the one thing that we, we've been saying about the Saints defense is that they're overall, they're looked as one of, if not the top defensive unit in the entire NFL, but that's mainly because Mar- when, when Marcus Davenport came back after the bye, that's when they were really starting to wreak havoc and, you know, create QB pressure with, with him alongside Cam Jordan, of course. But when you get a guy like Jalen Hurts and, and when, when you watch the film, when he came in for Christian Wentz last week, it was basically if, if his first read wasn't there, he was running the football. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even have time to really get the pressure that they wanted to because he. it was almost like Josh Allen in his rookie year, but Josh Allen would overdo it. It was like, like he's barely looking at his first read and he's just running around. Jalen Hurts kind of did the exact same thing. He just made it look a lot better. Like if his first read was not there down the field, a lot of the times it was Jalen Rieger. He was just running the football. Which you know what it, it worked. So some sometimes it, it doesn't work, and people are quick to point out saying like, why is he not staying in the pocket? Why is he not you know looking for his second or third reads? Why is he not dumping it off to Miles Sanders? But you know what, it, it worked in this case. They got the win. Good for them. They're they're still in the, they're they're still in the hunt in that absolutely god awful. Hey,
0: stop so, it. Um, they're they're still in the hunt in, in that NFC East. We still have technically two opportunities. We can- NFC East may get two teams in the playoffs, and I'm here for it. It's it's difficult and the odds aren't good, but it's possible. So
1: let's move on to the next game. Let's All right, good. next game. NFC next.
0: Beast goes. <laughs> NFC Beast. Uh, last game Monday or Sunday night. Buffalo twenty six, Pittsburgh fifteen. Pittsburgh forgot how to run the ball, and Deontay T- Johnson forgot how to catch the ball. Yikes! Uh, Ben one eighty seven for two touchdowns. I mean, this was pretty much. It was weird. Pittsburgh was up seven to nothing. And then Buffalo like kind of put together a drive to get a field goal. And then they had a pick six all in like the last two minutes of the first half. And then it was all Buffalo from there. Uh Stefan Dix, 10 for 130 and a touchdown. Look at that. You give Josh Allen a real wide receiver, and he does think with it. Josh Allen also did pretty well himself. He had a couple touchdowns through the air, 28 yards on the ground. You love to see it. But man, Pittsburgh. He doesn't know how to run the ball. James Conner, 18 yards on 10 attempts. Jalen Samuels, four for 15. Benny Snell, three for 14. And as I said, Deontay Johnson forgot how to catch the ball. That was kind of scary for a second. Um, this Pittsburgh decline happened real fast.
1: Yeah, and you know what? It, it was something that we've been expecting, to be honest with you. Um, that I, I didn't think that they were a good, as crazy as it as it sounds to say out loud, I didn't think they were a good 11-0 football team. Yeah, this is somebody that you know they they have extreme difficulty running the football, and if you're a team like the Chiefs that that you struggle running the football, or at least it, it's more so Andy Reid just abandons it rather quickly. Well, it doesn't matter because you have Patrick Mahomes and you have mm-hmm. Tyree Kill, exactly, and you have Travis Kelsey, and yes, the Sears have all these weapons. They, this is arguably the best wide receiver trio in the entire league. You could even make it a quartet if you quartet, if you end up throwing James Washington in there too, right? So. But the thing is, is that Big Ben is, it, is not in his prime anymore. He's so immobile in the pocket that the moment he feels somewhat flustered, he underthrows footballs because he doesn't have the arm strength there. And that's exactly what happened on that James Washington interception. He was looking to his left and he was looking for his first read. And then he looked to his right because he was like, okay, maybe there's somebody else open. And then he's like, oh my God, James Washington is so open that I have mm-hmm. to throw him the football. His feet were not like barely planted. He was basically throwing off his back foot. And he underthrew it by like 15 yards like that. And and it was an easy catch up interception for the Buffalo DB, right? So like, that's where it's like, they need to figure out a way to get this running game going and just stop abandoning it. They need to figure out a way to get James Conner going. I don't know what's going on with that O-line. It, it's one of the best O-lines in, in, in the entire NFL. So I don't know what's happening, but I don't really care if they figure it out or not. Um, I, I'm i loving to see this right now because I I, I thought this was an overrated team. And, uh, I, I love watching the Bills play. I, I think the Bills are for real, and I would absolutely love to see them taking on the Chiefs in the AFC Championship.
0: The Browns win tonight. We are recording this before the Monday night game, so you can all tell us tomorrow how we did. But if the Browns win tonight, they are one game out of the NFC AFC North title. Fuck yeah, let's go Browns. Excuse my language. Um the Browns are taking this one. At us tomorrow. At, where, where can you at ghost tomorrow? At ghost, What's your? Uh, where can everyone find you on the internet?
1: At GFS underscore ghost when the Browns take this W on Monday Night Football. We're recording. Uh, it's just under an hour before
0: kickoff Browns are going to take this one and they're going to be one game back of the Steelers. I, I'm for it. I need Nick Chubb to score 40 points to keep me in a fantasy league. So cross your fingers yeah, for yeah, me, everybody. Yeah. You can find me at Michael Raziel one at wind daily sports. Make sure to get our free expert chat our instant messenger chat, where we talk about sports and help you win money. windailysportscom backslash chat. And as I said earlier, NBA is coming back. Ghost and I are going to be making a lot of content for you. Make sure to go grab our NBA season pass 150 bucks for the entire season. Finger guns, bang, bang, bang for ghosts. For the Windows Sports team, for myself, we hope you all make it a very profitable week 15.